This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast, the coaching search edition of the podcast. I'm Danny Williams along with Jake Meyer. We are live from all high sports studios here in the Tech Center. Just got done with the radio show and we got the Wednesday pod here. We're going to do one more here uh, later in the week and it's like a status check where we at here with the coaching search. Um, that's what we've been doing over uh, three days of radio shows here this week. Um, going through guys, learning about guys, trying to figure out through the Broncos eyes, your eyes, um, who is the best candidate and it's feeling like a lot of arrows are pointing to Dan Quinn and it's not just because of um, the resume which is as good I think as any of the guys available you like Doug Peterson and we will talk about that but there's a relationship there a real relationship and a friendship between Dan Quinn and George Payton that goes years and years and years back really I didn't know that it does Um, and I think ultimately that will be the difference because uh, two guys who have a relationship with each other uh, both think that this is our opportunity it was meant to be uh, that we are able to come together and work together and life is about relationships Jake um, especially in our industry but maybe whether you work at King Supers of the bank, or if you're in the media game like we are, um, life is about relationships, at least life and um, career advancement in a lot of situations. Um, again, that's like most situations, you know, you know, you know, a guy here, you know, a guy there, put a good word in for me, whatever. Um, I think maybe even, you know, in a business like the NFL, so tight knit, niche, uh, coaching tree kind of stuff. Um, football altogether. Maybe even more. It's tight knit football community and family. Right. You know, not even at the NFL level, not just at the NFL level, yeah, at the right. high school level, at the college football There's level. That's a good point. If you know the coaches, you got those, if you establish those yeah. relationships, yeah. You get the job. It's if if, if you're a good coach, yeah, and you, you still might not get the job because you don't have the relationship. You know, a, uh, your reputation is a very important one. Um, I think it's hurt uh, Eric Bieniemy along this process along the way. I think historically it probably hurt Vic Fangio until the Broncos hired the fool. Um, there's certain guys who, uh, for one reason or another, being a head coach, becoming head coach, it's a package. Okay, and the package is from the outside looking in. What's in the package, or what's in you know the package is like the outside, the decorations, and the bow, and the wrapper, the whole thing. And then what's on? Tear it open. What's on the inside? You know what I mean? Right. So you got to have the entire package. That's what it feels like. Uh, Dan Quinn brings to the table one thing that um, you heard. After Fangio was fired was leadership, 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 four or five or six different times. Leadership comes in the form of the leader in form of that and, and, you know, further along in like the package, the entire package. And Dan Quinn has that. The look, uh, fire in his belly, and now the resume. The other guys high on the Broncos list don't. And and do you know what the previous head coaching experience? The other guys don't have that. Doug Peterson has been connected to the Broncos through us, through the media, not necessarily through the Broncos. No. Not through the Broncos. So what does that mean and where we're at? It feels like Dan Quinn's a heavy front runner. Absolutely. Okay. And then there's the other candidates that um, the Kellen Moores, the Leslie Frazier's, the B enemies, all of those guys um, are good candidates. 
and we talked about on Monday, yesterday or Monday? Uh, yeah. Uh, where John Elway's coaching search was limited. It was uh, Leslie Frazier, Vic Fangio, uh, Mar- Mike Malarkey, and I'm trying to think of one other guy. And that's it. They narrowed it down, and they took the best of that group. The Broncos are uh, casting a much wider net. A much, much wider net, and I like that. I actually love that because you're getting a lot of information from a lot of these other guys about your own team as these guys are trying to talk you into leading their, you know, your team. These guys are trying to talk you into leading, um, you know, your franchise, and I'm interested to hear what all these guys have to say. These interviews are all day. They're six, seven, eight hours long. It's an all-day proposition, so I hope the Broncos are learning and gathering a lot of information about themselves throughout this process as well. Oh, 100%. You have to reevaluate, you know, where you want to go with this organization. What type of, you know, offense do you want to run? And and I'm sure that's going to be gone over in the interviews, and that's going to be a big part of who gets hired is what the Broncos want to do, what they want their team to look like over the next five, six years. Um, and that's going to play a big role in, in whoever they hire. And you're, you're talking about Dan Quinn. Um, and we talked about on the radio show, he's had plenty of success in this league. Everywhere he goes, he's had success. But, you know, at the same time, once Kyle Shanahan left, you know, it kind of crumbled after that. So, um, you know, Dan Quinn would be, to me, a great hire. No doubt about it. He's, he's a great head coach, and he's got that Super Bowl pedigree. But, you know, it, like we had Zach Seegers on today um, on the radio show, he said... You know, if you don't get the offensive guy as your head coach and you, you, he brings in a, an up-and-coming coordinator, he's eventually going to get hired as a ho- head coach as well. So do you want to go for the offensive guy? Do you want to get him now? Or do you want to find, you know, another another defensive head coach in Dan Quinn for I'm your not third looking straight at it defensive through those head eyes. coach? I'm not looking at it through that lens of offense or defensive coordinator. I'm looking at it more of through leader of men. Um, that's what, you know, I don't know if Brian Flores, to be honest— He's from the defensive side? Yes. Okay. See, I, I wouldn't have known, you know, uh, besides you kind of telling me. Um, I think I guess I could have thought about it for a couple seconds and figured it out for myself, but it's not, it's not what I like about him is that he's from the offense or defensive side. I like that he is um, looks like my freaking Tomlin. Uh, looks like a badass. Looks like uh, a guy I want to play for. Looks like a guy who um, I, I want to go into battle with and for. That's the the appeal of Brian Flores, who we have no clue if the Broncos even interview Brian Flores. Well, you know, some, some rumors coming out about Brian Flores that he's kind of a bad guy. Duh. Duh. Well, um, And he's hard to work with. And, you know, he sometimes gives up on some of his players or other position coaches in his three years in Miami, he went through coordinators year in, year out, and you know maybe that's a good thing that if things weren't working out, he he just cuts ties and he's not worried about uh, how he looks as long as he has success on the field. Does that make him hard to work with? Does that make him a bad coach? No, um, but it is cause for concern a little bit because he keeps you know rehashing and and, and recycling coordinators so i've heard some good things about flores and i've heard some bad things but my guy like you said earlier is doug peterson i love doug peterson he's got the super bowl pedigree he's won a super bowl unlike dan quinn 
who at the end of the day, it's your call, run the damn ball, don't let Kyle Shanahan keep passing the ball. Yeah. Um, and Doug Peterson was an underdog in every single playoff game of that Super Bowl run, and they looked great. They beat Tom Brady in one of the, the best offense performances we've seen ever. 500-plus yards by Nick Foles, all doing this with Nick Foles. If, if that's not master motivator, I don't know what is. Plus, he's been a quarterback in this league. He, uh, not a good one. I mean, he was a backup for the majority of his career, but he was b- behind Brett Favre and Dan Marino. He knows what a good quarterback looks like, and he could get the most out of whoever he has at quarterback. And I think that is a big draw to Doug Peterson and, and how he knows the quarterback position as a whole and calling plays and the offense. He's attractive. Uh, he's got a lot to offer. May have been shortchanged there. Won an improbable all-time Super Bowl for an Eagles franchise that had never won one, right? That's an all-time Super Bowl right. for an all-time franchise. Like we always said, since Chuck Bednarik was leading the Eagles, playing both ways in the 50s, it's like, you know, that's uh, it was a special Super Bowl. So, But again, like you said, he's not on the interview list. Um, Well, he's he's not on the requested interview list because they didn't have to seek permission. Right. So it might he might have uh, we they might be contacted have contacted and talked to him. um, Just didn't go through Schefter. Right. So that's what I'm hoping. Okay. And the Broncos have um, requested nine or ten guys, and we have three or four other guys who we went through and kind of had connected them to the Broncos. So. that's who and what and where we're at. For anyone who's waiting for a hire, it's going to be a couple weeks out. Probably um, a little longer than that, too. Um, I think so. And there's no rush and there's no hurry. I think that's no, you know, um, there you don't need a, um, a head coach to do anything right now. And these guys aren't going to be together until an, um, it's time to play football again. Until it's OTA time. Until um, we have to get a head coach to get in there and help prepare for the draft, which is months and months and months away. There's no hurry. I want to be thorough. I think the Broncos are one of the best jobs in the NFL and the best current jobs, so I think they can wait, and I think good candidates will wait for them. If there's one or two guys who wants to rush and take another job because he feels like it's his opportunity to get a job, that's probably the guy we don't want anyways. And that's what it is. That's kind of who and what it is. It's where I'm at. I'm feeling pretty good about the process. I'm pretty good, feeling pretty good about the way that George Payton is handling himself. I'm, pre- I'm feeling pretty good about the way the Broncos are being, you know, viewed and presented throughout this process uh, in the end. And I think uh, people aren't understanding this. And um, Dan Quinn and George Payton have a relationship that dates back a lot of years. And ultimately, I think in the end, that'll be the difference. Um uh, from the other candidates and also to Dan Quinn, who I think will have the pick of the litter. Yeah. I think what Dan Quinn did with the Falcons is what a lot of people think right now the current state of the Vikings and the Raiders are in. A proven franchise quarterback in Matt Ryan in a team that can go in two different directions, up or down, and he found those way, uh, found a way to uh, take those guys to a Super Bowl. And I think that the Vikings and the Raiders are looking for a guy to do just the same thing because they don't have big blow-ups there. The Broncos are going to blow it up here. they got a big blow-up here. There's not a big blow-up there. They need someone to culminate and take the talent they currently have and take it to the next level. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. So that's kind of where we're at. That's the pot. That's all I got. We got another one tomorrow. Um, 
and we'll see what happens on Friday if we do another one on Friday too. But um, anything else you got? Um, you know, there's still plenty of head coaching interviews <coughs> left to be had. We're going to talk about, you know, each and every single one of these candidates and we're going to break them down. Um, so we got plenty more to come on the Broncos Blitz podcast and you can listen to it anywhere you find podcasts, Apple podcasts, Google play podcast, Spotify, Spreaker. It's all there. MyLifeSports.com is a giant here in the my Life city. Um, so go check that out for the radio yes. show and all of our podcasts as well. Okay, uh, appreciate you, Jake. Uh, good job here. Um, if you tune into the podcast and you're a regular, we really appreciate you guys. It's been a good season. It's been a fun season. I didn't end the way we wanted, but like this is the, again Monday was the start of like the 2022 season worth the Broncos podcast to me. So let's keep our head up here. Let's find this right guy and let's go get the quarterback after Jake. Uh, for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.